What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week, we are doing your pick of the month. That is Child's Play from 19. Yeah. yeah. The OG. Yep. What made you pick this movie? This is like, I'm happy that know. you did, but it's just a random kind I of I don't pick. know. We haven't really done a, I don't know, like OG villain pick. And we've only ever done one Child's Play movie that was uh, Bride of Chucky. And that was like season one, I think. So episode 25. Yeah. So it's been a while since we did uh, anything Chucky. And yeah, I haven't seen it in a few years. I didn't even have it logged on Letterboxd. So oh, wow. and uh, Bettina watched it with me. So yeah. was was this her first time watching it? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Would would she think she liked it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I just did, I did a full franchise watch last year, the year before, I think the year before. And uh, yeah, that was the last time I was two years ago, year and a half yeah. ago. Was it you? Like you've, you've only ever seen the first one and Bride? No, I've seen the second one. The second one too. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but the third one I haven't seen. And then. I haven't seen like the last one, like Cult of Chucky, I think it's called. Okay. Yeah. But have you seen Seed of Chucky and Curse I think, of Chucky? I think I've seen Seed of Chucky. I don't think I've seen Curse of Chucky. Okay. And have yeah. you seen the remake? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I do want to watch the TV show though. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen that. So. Sweet. How do you think the remake compares to this one? I think it's fine. With it, without giving away like what you're thoughts are on this movie too much i think it's okay it's gory some cool kills mm -hmm. uh i've been watching it since it came out so like uh, i didn't don't think i really liked the the chucky doll itself mm -hmm. but yeah nice. how about you i liked the remake better on a second watch okay because I like I remember whenever I first watched it, I was like, nah, not yeah. a big fan of it. But then whenever I did the franchise watch, I I think it's third, fourth. It's fourth on my mm -hmm. ratings. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was really fun. I liked kind of the red that they did with it. Kind of made it more modernized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, before we spoil our thoughts on this movie kick off our news and what are you drinking tonight i am drinking a uh bose juiced af uh, nice. hazy ipa don't think I've had this yet, but how about you? I'm drinking Spearhead's Hawaiian style pale ale. Nice. I've had it on here before, but yeah, I enjoy it. How's yours? Good. It's good. Yeah. Can't go wrong with bows. That's true. Well, has your streak continued? <laughs> no. Wow, it's, you watched a movie this I week. I did watch a movie. Um, 
Yeah, I went to the movie movie store, picked up a few 4Ks, uh, and picked up First Man. Um, thought it'd be a good one on 4K. I hadn't seen it yet, so uh, watched it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's Damien Chazelle. It's not my favorite Damien Chazelle movie, but not my least favorite. I don't know. It's more about like the astronauts and like what they went through and stuff like that. Like, I didn't really know much about, like, the first walk on the moon, obviously, because I wasn't alive yet. But, like, I didn't know how much they went through and, like, all the tragedy that happened around it and before it happened. Like, I had no idea. So, um, it was good. Ryan Gosling crushed it. Does Gosling play Neil Armstrong? He does, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I wish they did more with, like, the Buzz Aldrin character, because, like, apparently they, like, hated each other. Mm-hmm. But they, I don't know, they don't really show it a bit. Like, Buzz Aldrin is, like, kind of an asshole in it, but, but it's, it's good. Worth checking out. Nice. How about you? That was the only one you watched? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. All right. I didn't watch yeah. anything. Okay, okay. Just, just Child's Play this week. Yeah. Um. All right, news. news, news oh, hold news. on, actually. Okay. Um. Not a movie, but... Kind of like a movie. Uh, we went to my dad's on Sunday because we were going to uh, friends of ours uh, memorial for his mom. Mm-hmm. I saw my dad's for dinner and had dinner, and then we were chilling. They're like, "Oh, we didn't want to watch something," so we watched uh, two episodes of Masters of the Air on I Apple TV. It. It's uh the same guys that did Band of Brothers and. Uh, the Pacific. Oh, okay. Um, it has uh, what's his name? Elvis. Um, oh, uh, uh, fuck. Yeah. I know who you mean. Yeah, Austin, <laughs> Austin Butler. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Barry Keon. Um, a couple other people you'd like recognize. Um, mm. yeah, it's about the World War Two like aces and stuff like that. Uh, really good show. Nice. All right for the news. Um, so three days ago, it was announced that David Leach, Leitch, who did Bullet Train and Deadpool mm-hmm. 2 and Atomic mm-hmm. Blonde, mm-hmm. was in talks to direct the new Jurassic World movie. Today, yeah, it was reported that he's no longer directing it. Oh, so in a three day stretch, he went from directing it to not directing it. Okay. Um, I don't know who is sitting into his place. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. All, all I know is that the original writer is on board to write it. Um, some news I'm very excited about. Dan Trachenberg is directing another solo Predator movie. Okay. Called Badlands. Nice. Super fucking pumped. Yeah. That. Uh, Kevin Williamson has joined forces with Universal to do a Rear Window and the Game TV show. Okay. That's kind of cool. Um, today's Fidi Alvarez's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to him. And lastly, they have announced that there is going to be a sixth movie in the Evil Dead franchise. And this one is going to be directed by Sebastian Vanacek. 
Okay. who I don't know who he is, um, but he says that his vision is going to be a nasty film and a film that hurts. All right. So excited for that. Nice. I mean, I'm in. I hope he can uh, live up to <clears throat> what the franchise has kind of become now. Yeah. That's all I have for news. Cool. How's our four Ks looking? I mean, plenty I've been really worth sharing the screen. It's got a couple that I've never even heard of, but who knows? Maybe maybe you'll be excited. I don't know. Uh so we got uh Blood Rain, which I've never heard of, but I mean, I don't know. Sounds cool, Pretty sure I guess. that's like a super low budget movie, if I remember I mean, correctly. probably. <laughs> And then uh, Criterion Collection, McCabe and Mrs. Miller, which never heard of. So, Never yeah. heard of that one. Yeah, that's pointless, but that's it. Those that's two. it. That's it. Okay. Won't be buying either one. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> $65 for movies of yeah. to watch. Anyways. Um, all right. Well, we might as well kick off the theme music and dive on in. Like we said in the intro this week, we are talking about Child's Play from 1988. Starting off the synopsis. Struggling single mother unknowingly gifts her son a doll imbued with a serial killer's consciousness. It's a fucking batshit crazy idea of a movie. Yeah. But it works. Yeah, it does. I don't know, like... I'd like to see the boardroom whenever Don Mancini fucking pitched this idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if like anybody was like not on board for it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this movie was directed by Tom Holland. Yeah. Goes to show how talented he is. He's directed movies before he's even born. <laughs> um. He's also done Fright Night. Thinner, the Langoliers, and three episodes of uh, Tales from the Crypt. Cast list is Catherine Hicks, who plays Karen, Chris Sarandon, who plays Detective Norris, mm -hmm. Alex Vincent plays Andy, and Brad Dourif voices Chucky, and he plays Charles Lee Ray. And his daughter Fiona is in the franchise later on, in Curse of Chucky, Cult of Chucky, and I believe she's in the TV show as well. Oh, interesting. Did not Yeah. know that. She looks just like him. Oh, really? It's, yeah, it's fucking crazy. That's cool. Um, I didn't have any honorable mentions. I don't know if you do for this one. No, not really. Fair enough, then. Let's jump into talking about it, then. Let's get into her, bud. <laughs> Channeling your letter, Kenny? <laughs> yeah.
Uh, so yeah, I mean, this movie is a, a classic. Um, I can't remember if I watched this one like first. Like, I, I can't remember if this was my first introduction to Chucky. Okay. I have a feeling it was Bride versus Chucky. Right off Chucky. Whatever, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do remember watching this and the second one growing up. So I don't know. What would you? Uh, yeah, I definitely watched like the, the trilogy growing up. Yeah. Um, I've talked about it before, like how we used to have just walls of VHS mm -hmm. movies whenever I was a kid. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, I would often watch these movies. Mm -hmm. They're a pretty big part of my growing up. Yeah. and my love of horror uh so yeah movie kicks off we got uh detective norris ch chasing uh charles lee ray who is also known as the strangler guessing he's killed a few people mm -hmm. um gets into a shootout with with him uh his co-conspirator eddie is in a van and decides to leave him and well, he'll regret that later on in the movie, <laughs> but uh, he leaves Charles and Charles gets shot in the back and he ends up running into a toy, star, toy store. And I don't know how Mike didn't catch him, to be honest. There's a few parts in this movie where I was just like, I was like, okay, I can understand where people have gripes with this shit. <laughs> yeah. And this opening scene is definitely one of them. Yeah, I mean... Charles gets shot like a couple times. Like gets shot in the leg. He's shot in the back, mm -hmm. and he's not being quiet at all. No, like he's dropping toys all over the place, running into shelves. Yeah, and it's like Mike's just standing there, like looking around, like oh, I hear something, and yeah. then Charles like knocks over all the the good guy dolls, um, and he needs something to get out of there, and. I mean, it does explain this later in the movie, but I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> so just the way, just out of nowhere, just takes the doll out, starts doing some voodoo chants, and he's like, you know, give me the bag power I bag of you, and there's lightning going off, and Mike Nor uh, Norris is still just like standing around, not trying to follow <laughs> his voice and get to him. <laughs> oh man! And then uh, that big explosion happens, and um, Mike goes in after, and he sees that Charles is dead, and sees the Chucky doll or the good guy doll beside him, but obviously doesn't think that he just went into the doll, so he thinks that he's dead, right? Yeah, I mean, why would anybody think that? Yeah, <laughs> this whole thing too, like this explosion, like this explosion was huge. It fucking tore the roof off the building. Yeah. All the windows get smashed out, mm -hmm. and Mike just gets up like it's nothing. Yeah, like fucking super cop. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's the opening scene, and. Now we cut to our main characters, um, Andy, who is making a delicious breakfast. Holy fuck, dude. 
<laughs> like I get he's six. Yeah. <laughs> As he's making it, I'm just like, I'm picturing my kids doing this and I'm just yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, you know, he has the, the toast going, the cereal, um, has the TV on. He's ends up burning the toast, but he ends up saving and he gets it out and then just takes like a big glob of butter and just puts it right on the toast and it's like fucking like that big half the container half the tub of butter yeah yeah um but going into this i swear i remember like hating the andy character like i had a i don't know for some reason i just thought he was way more annoying in this movie but like i actually ended up liking andy a lot in this yeah, movie he's a cute kid he is, man. And like, I don't know, maybe I just kind of got him mixed up with like a couple other kids and horror movies that we've watched. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I thought that he going to do it like he's going to be way more annoying. And but I liked him, man. Yeah. And Alex Vincent was a pretty good actor for a six year old. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Like there's one scene later on where he's crying and I'm just like, like my heart broke for him. I was like, oh, mm. this poor little kid. Yeah. But yeah, there's a few scenes where he actually did a really good job. Mm hmm. Uh, so he brings the breakfast into his mom. It's his his birthday, so I guess he's making his own breakfast, and because he wants those birthday presents, he he thinks that the big present in there is a good guy doll because it looks exactly like it. Um, but it wasn't. It's just a bunch of clothes, and you know she's like, "Oh, you wanted a toy, right?" And he's like, "Yeah," and she gives him like a good guy doll, I don't know, construction set or something like that. Yeah, he's upset, you know, but. She's a single mother. Um, she works at a jewelry store or a mall mall place or something like that. Um, yeah, it's like one of those, like if you go into like Sears or yeah, like uh, the Bay or something like that, mm -hmm. how they had like the big jewelry section, mm -hmm. like the perfumes and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so she's at work and she's telling um, Maggie, who I don't know if, it's actually her sister, or if it's just that's what Andy calls her as Aunt Maggie. No, it's just she's just her best friend. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I forgot. And uh, you know, she's telling Maggie, you know, like she feels bad that she didn't get this doll, um, but you know, the doll's a hundred bucks, and she can't really afford it and have enough time to save up for it because it just got announced like a few weeks ago. And then Maggie comes, and you know, she tells her that like. Hey, there's a guy out back, a peddler, that has one of these dolls. So, you know, they go back there and she's like, Well, what do you want? And he's like, Well, 30 bucks. And she's like, Okay. And Maggie's just like, Are you kidding me? No, don't do that. Like, <laughs> and, you know, she's like, 10 bucks and not a dollar more. Yeah. And uh, Karen's just like, You know, this is worth it for my kid because he wants it. And, you know, just kind of show that like she cares about him a lot and wants what's best for him and what he wants. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but her asshole or her, her asshole, her, her, asshole. Bo her <laughs> boss, what movie did you watch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her boss is an asshole. Cause they come back from, uh, <laughs> from getting the, the doll and, you know, he's like, Oh, where were you guys? And blah, blah. blah. And he's like, well, you need to work tonight. Because someone called in sick and she's like, well, you know, I have to pick up my son from school. 
and he's like, you know, typical boss stuff, like, well, I don't care about that, you just have to come in, and she's like, but it's his birthday, and he's like, well, I don't care, blah, 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 and, you know, Maggie's nice enough to be like, you know, I'll, I'll take care of Andy tonight. Um, he lets her have a two-hour break. Like he said, you can leave at five, but you have to be back by seven. Yeah, yeah. So it's back at the apartment with Andy and Maggie and uh, Chucky, who, I don't know, does the doll come named or do they name the dolls? Well, Karen goes home first, gives him the doll, and she Mm says, like, show me how it works. So then Andy said, hi, my name's Andy. And then the doll comes to life, like, not like to life, but like, yeah, yeah. It talks back to him and just says, hi, I'm Chucky. Right, right. Uh, so Maggie is like cooking Andy dinner and he's like eating or watching TV. And then, you know, Maggie's like, okay, you know, time for bed, Andy. And then on the news, you see that Eddie escaped from prison. And you see like Chucky whispering to Andy's ear. You don't hear what it is. But then he goes to Megan. He's just like in the cutest voice. Like his voice is so cute. He's just like, mm-hmm. Chucky wants to watch the nine o'clock news. <laughs> Jesus, like, what? No, you gotta go to bed. So, you know, brings him in bed, tucks him in, and she's doing her thing in the kitchen, cleaning up whatever. And then you hear the TV come on, and you look in there, and there's Chucky just sitting in the chair with the, the news on. She's like, the hell? And turns it off, brings him in the room, and Wakes Andy up and he's like, you know, gives Andy shit. He's like, why did you pull that prank on me? Like, I told you no no news. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, don't play games with me. But I feel like Andy is so much older for his age. Yeah. It seems because, like, you know, she's like, okay, go brush your teeth. And, you know, she's doing her thing. And then, like, he actually goes and brushes the teeth and gets ready. And she's mm-hmm. like, Andy, what are you doing? He's like, I'm brushing my teeth. And she's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Andy's asleep. Uh Andy's door opens again. Maggie is like reading on the couch, and you see a figure go running by the the door. And you know, at this point, you don't really know that the doll's alive yet. You know, it might be Andy and This this whole scene was filmed really well. It was creepy. That's actually Alex Vincent's little sister that does the running by. Oh, really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Jesus, how old is she? She must be like two years old. Yeah, she must. She had to have been, yeah, three. Yeah. She's pretty small. Yeah. Uh, So she goes into the kitchen and there's like a bunch of flowers on the floor and all this and She's like checking it out, but to sweep it up. And then all of a sudden you see like a hand grab a hammer, the toy hammer from uh, Andy's playset, And she turns around and just gets a hammer right to the face. And she falls out the window and lands on a truck and she's dead. You know? Yeah. Uh, so then Karen comes home and these cops have to be the most the worst cops in the world. Literally, there's like a huge ass crime scene. 
there was like a bunch of reporters behind the tape. There was like a couple cops on the tape. I know usually when you go up to the tape, the cops like stop you, like, oh, who are you? We can't come in here. But she just goes under, runs on by the cops, they don't say anything, runs upstairs, gets on the elevator, runs by two detectives. <laughs> and they don't say anything then finally uh mike's partner is like hey what are you doing and then doesn't chase after her just yeah. lets her go in she just says i live here and then that's yeah runs by and then she's in the apartment there's all these people like forensic guys and no one's telling her like hey watch your step or what are you doing here like there's evidence here <laughs> like yeah nothing at all i thought it was hilarious one thing that drove me a little crazy now, I mean, we're in a different age now. So like we have the internet and you can like Google shit and whatever, but like nobody calls her to let her know that this is happening. Like your kids wow. home alone now yeah, with the babysitter that just fell out the window mm -hmm. and you have to find out just by showing up after your shift at work. Yeah. But I mean, even if Andy said like, oh, my mom works at a mall yeah, or she sells jewelry, I guess it would yeah. be hard for them to kind of track her down. But yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't have a cell phone either. But, but like we know that this happened while she was at work because Maggie just hung up the phone with her yeah. whenever Chucky hit her in the forehead. Yeah. Uh, so Mike sends Andy, Andy to bed. Um, he's like looking at the counter and he sees that there's like footprints on the counter and you know he's like investigating andy like there's no way that andy could kill kill her mm -hmm. but i mean never know right but what other option is there right yeah like he has to do his job right there's like little tiny footprints mm -hmm. obviously he's gonna check andy's feet because like like he says he doesn't like loose ends like you know mm -hmm. and uh karen kind of gets mad at him like you seriously like checking his shoes, but like the way Mike does it, like you know, he's such he's so good with kids. He's just mm -hmm. like, oh, those are cool, cool shoes, Andy. He's like, can I see the bottom of them? You know, and Andy shows them. There's no white marks on it. So, um, so then Andy goes to bed, and the cop is talking to her, and he's he's about to leave, and Andy comes running out because. Chucky was like on the rocking chair and Andy noticed that there was white on his sneakers. Mm -hmm. So immediately he runs out, tells Mike that, hey, Chucky was in the kitchen on the counter, you know? And uh, yeah, he doesn't tell, he tells Andy that his name was Charles Lee Ray, but Andy tells his mom, but like he doesn't, the cop's gone at this point, so he doesn't really hear that but yeah. um yeah <laughs> and he goes and chucky said that maggie's a real bitch and got what she deserved <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh i like that mike took the hammer too and he's like in the elevator and he's like i got evidence and the guy this partner's like laughing he's like oh you're not serious are you and he's like takes it down he's like what you're you're not serious are you <laughs> just the toy hammer yeah yeah. Um so it's the next day. Andy's going to school. 
He's bringing Chucky with him, of course, and it would seem odd, but it seems like there's a couple other kids that have their uh, good guy dolls with them. Mm -hmm. Just carry around the fucking big ass doll <laughs> with them. I remember when Furbies first came out and like everyone oh, was God. bringing those to school. I don't but remember our, people bring them to school. Our teachers wouldn't let the kids have them out oh. in class. So like I remember the one morning. I think there was like three kids in my class that had brought them, but they had to leave them in their backpacks, mm -hmm. which were hung up like in a cubby at the back of our classroom. And it was during the national anthem. And all of a sudden you could hear these three <laughs> Furbies singing the oh fucking national God. anthem. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jesus. It was funny. Uh, so yeah, and he's at school and like this whole scene is like another ridiculous scene. It's like, how does this happen? Yeah. Like, I'd be fucking pissed, man, if I was Karen. So he gets to school. He goes up with his Chucky and then Karen leaves. And then like two seconds later, Andy comes out, like looks down and just walks on down and leaves school and yep. gets on a fucking train. And it's like, how does a five-year-old get on a fucking train? Yeah. Where do you get money for the fucking pass? Yeah. First of all, how did nobody question this kid walking yeah. down the street in the slums of Chicago, like walking yeah. through these homeless neighborhoods and shit yeah. like that? Holy fuck. Yeah. Um. So you see Andy like every now and then on the train, like listen to Chucky and obviously Chucky's telling them where to go because he's leading him to Eddie's house. Um, yeah. So they get to Eddie's and it's like, like you said. It's the slums. Uh, I love uh, when they get there and Andy puts Chucky on like the rocking chair. And he's like, hold on, Chucky. I got a tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> just like walks over and he's like taking a piss. And he's just like, don't go anywhere, Chucky. I'll be right there. <laughs> and then you see that Chucky's gone. He like runs up to the house and um, he ends up lighting the the gas fire oven mm -hmm. and then blowing out the uh the flame but it turns the gas up and you know makes noises stuff like that and then he comes down with the gun is like looking around for whoever it is and then he hears andy outside you know calling for chucky and then he hears like something in the kitchen so he like opens the door and just shoots the gun mm -hmm. and just boom huge <laughs> ass explosion yeah and you would think that, you know, a bit of that would fuck Andy yeah, up a Andy. bit, man. Yeah. Like, Jesus, that was a big explosion. He was pretty close to the house. Yeah. Another thing, that's two major explosions that people came away from completely unharmed. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they're at the police station. Um, Andy is there with Chucky being kind of interviewed. And then Karen shows up and uh, they ask her like, oh, did you not go to the school yet or something like that? And she's like, no. <laughs> it's like, did the school not call her to like say that he didn't show up? Or like, how yeah. did she know that he was here? Like the cops call it or like. Yeah. I don't know. It's it was the 80s, I guess. So yeah. Times sure. were different. But like. If we keep one, if we keep Brady home from school. 
we get a and it's like we forget to call the school by like nine o'clock in the morning they're calling yeah. us yeah yeah like make sure everything's fine yeah uh so andy is telling the cops and the mom that like oh it's chucky that killed eddie and killed maggie and says that chucky's alive and the cops and maggie like not maggie uh karen bring in some psychological doctor to listen in on what he's saying and then the doctor is like oh i think andy needs to come stay with us for a few days and you know brings him to a fucking mental asylum and he's like five years old it's like what the fuck yeah crazy he also says uh he tells him that um chucky told him to never tell anybody about him or else he'd kill me yeah uh, so Andy is going to stay with the doctor for a few days. Karen ends up bringing Chucky home. And, you know, she has him uh, just sitting there on the couch. And, you know, she's thinking back to what Andy said. And she grabs Chucky and, like, shakes him. She's like, you know, talk, talk, say something. And then, like, he talks, says, like, his Chucky things and his Chucky voices, like, whatever his friend. And then she, like, doesn't really believe it. Like, she wants to believe Andy, right? Mm -hmm. That Chucky's alive. So she goes to the box, picks it up, and the fucking batteries fall out. At that point, she's like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, yeah. <laughs> so she goes up to Chucky, and, you know, she turns around and, like, just slowly pulls his overalls open and very slowly and tensely opens the back and there's no batteries in it and you know chucky's alive man andy andy was right it's my favorite part in the whole movie uh, what does chucky say she tells him to say something or she's gonna throw him in the fire Oh, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, Chucky comes alive in full force. He's like, you stupid bitch, you fucking filthy slut. I'll fucking kill yeah. you. I'll teach you not to fuck with me. And yeah. he's just like punching her. Like his yeah. face is all like fucked up. And he bites her in the arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she ends up throwing him and he gets up and runs away. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he, he runs out of the apartment and then she he goes down the elevator, but she goes out down the stairs oh yeah she's trying to catch him and she can't mm -hmm. yeah 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 but i just love that scene whenever he comes alive it's yeah. just so good man like that's it our is, first yeah. visual of him like actually alive that we can yeah. see and yeah. he's just going absolutely bonkers yeah. yeah like the animatronics of chucky is mm -hmm. like this is the best chucky has ever looked in any of the movies yeah i agree and it's the first one like mm -hmm. that's just crazy and like the way that they did it too, like it was like connected to like nodes that went onto somebody's face and like they would do facial expressions and it would like mm -hmm. replicate it on the doll. Yeah. Just like crazy shit for the 80s. Yeah, in the 80s. Yeah. Like crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, so Karen is at the cop station. Mike is like just getting off, and she's telling Mike, like, hey, Andy was telling the truth, you know that Chucky is alive. Um, and again, he's like not really believing her. And 
you know, she's like, okay, well, I'm going to do some investigating. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? She's like, well, I'll start from where I got him from the peddler. And she's like, he's probably in this area or whatever. And he's like, nah, don't do that. And, then, you know, she ends up leaving and he's like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Cause you know, <laughs> he was about to go, um, chill out, you know, relax for a bit, but you know, he's got to do this. So, uh, she ends up going to kind of this sketchy area with all these homeless people. And she ends up finding the guy and, you know, she, confronts him she's like hey do you remember me do you know where you got that doll from and he's like oh i remember you yeah and he's like well it's good what do you got for me and you know she like pulls out her purse she's like i don't know, got got much like a couple of bucks and you know does the creepy guy stuff like oh it looks like you got lots there for me or something stupid like grabs her and tries to kiss her and stuff and then nowhere mike comes in just they end up uh leaving um i think he drops her back off at her house right yeah yeah uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um but the peddler says that he found the doll at a burned down toy store mm. and then that mike clues in and he's like oh charles lee ray died there yeah. And then Karen's like, how do you know that? And he's like, because I'm the guy that fucking killed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the scene whenever Mike is in his car mm -hmm. and he's like driving, you know, and then I don't know where you see Chucky in the backseat with uh, the, the booster cables, you know, trying to choke him and all this stuff. And then um, he gets Chucky off of him and then Chucky like stabs a knife through like the seat and he's like trying to move and it's like dude hit the fucking brake yeah but he doesn't and then chucky goes under the seat he's like going up so he's like <laughs> trying to not get stabbed in the ass and oh man so it's good. a roll in the car yeah 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 he ends up burning chucky with a little uh, cigarette lighter thing mm. uh yeah ends up rolling the car mike's under there and chucky's like you know running around giggling and you know, you're not going to get me and has a knife and stabs beside him, but doesn't get him. And then um, Mike ends up shooting Chucky uh, and Chucky ends up running away. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so Chucky goes and visits his old friend. Uh, I forget what his name is, but John. Oh, John, uh, the voodoo guy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he needs some explanation for how Charles knew all this stuff yeah it's random ass voodoo shit yeah basically charles or chucky goes there you know he's like tell me how to get out of this reverse this curse like how do i get out of this and you know john says like no like i'm not going to because like you're an evil man like you're using this to do evil things like i'm not going to do it and He's like, all right, well, I'll have to use your own stuff against you. So he pulls out the voodoo doll of himself and he's like, tell me or like, I'll kill you. And ends up fucking breaking his leg, then breaking his arm. You see the guy's like arm like break. I thought it was mm -hmm. really cool. And then, you know, John's like, tells him like, okay, okay. Like you have to, uh, was it take the soul of the first person you told or something like that? 
Yeah, you have to transfer your soul into the first person that you told who you were. Yeah. And then Chucky <laughs> just bursts out laughing. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's a six-year-old boy. He's like, I'm going to be six again. Mm. He's like all pumped up about it. But he's also pissed about it, I think. Right? Yeah. Because he's like, I don't fucking want to be a six-year-old kid. Like, <laughs> um, ends up stabbing uh, the voodoo doll and killing, uh, killing John. And then, um, Karen and Mike end up getting there, and he's like dying, and he ends up telling Karen that like he's going after Andy and. That the only way to kill him is his heart because his heart is almost human. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that isn't how you kill Chucky because you know what happens at the him. end, like you, know, you can't kill him. You can't, you can't. Look at there's like eight more movies after this one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like that many, but yeah. Um so Chucky is at the hospital to kill Andy. Uh, it's so fucked up that, like, Andy's pretty much in a jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, leading into the doctor, like, come on, Chucky's coming. Like, Chucky's gonna kill me. And the doctor, like, what we need? And then Andy's, <laughs> like, starts crying. And he's, like, he's gonna kill me and he's like yeah. so sad man was this, this the was the scene yeah 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 because like he's looking at the window and he can see chucky climbing up like this outside staircase coming yeah. into the building yeah and yeah he just like starts like whimper crying and i was just like oh my god <laughs> like this poor fucking kid yeah 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 he's fucking scared man yeah you know he did a really um, good job in this scene but again andy is like smart man you know Chucky does end up getting into the room. Uh, Andy, like, puts a pillow under the blanket, you know, all that. Everyone mm -hmm. does that. And then uh, Chucky, like, moves it, but to stab him, and then it's not there. And Andy runs out the room and locks Chucky in the room. And, you know, Chucky, like, loses his mind. He's like, fucker. Like, <laughs> good. Um, so Andy ends up getting in, into, like, this uh, surgery room kind of place hiding from Chucky and the doctor comes in and you know finds Andy and he's like Andy like you're acting under control like you need to you need to calm me down and Andy's like well he's here he's gonna kill me and stuff like this and the doctor like brings out this needle and is like Andy you know it's gonna sting a little bit and then Chucky somehow gets out of the room that Andy locked him in grabs like a scalpel and like uh, slices the guy's doctor's leg the doctor falls and then uh chucky puts on like um i don't know what fucking electroshock therapy fucking yeah. headband thing yeah. like holy fuck <laughs> yeah why is this in this hospital because they're crazy kids man uh, this, uh, did they still use electroshock therapy in the late 80s like yeah that's fucking nuts uh, so yeah, the doctor ends up getting killed with the electroshock. This thing. death was and nuts. It was his like face was keeps getting like darker and darker, like bleeding out of his eyes and mm -hmm. nose. Um, so Andy is back at home and he's by himself with Chucky. Well, Chucky's and... not there, but not yet. Uh 
I was thinking this during this watch. Did Pixar get this, steal this from Child's Play? Possible. I mean, this kid named Andy, his toys come alive. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Very possible. Yeah. Uh, but Andy is like hiding away from Chucky. Uh, Chucky ends up hitting Andy in the head with, with a baseball bat or some sort of weapon mm -hmm. and like knocking him out. And then he's like saying the chant, trying to get him in. And uh, he's like almost there. And then Maggie and Mike come running in and they end up um, grabbing Chucky and throwing him in the fireplace. Is Mike there yet? Yes, is it, is but just... uh, no, Mike's there too, but uh, Chucky cuts Mike in the back of the leg. Oh, right. The so Mike's like kind of at a commission for a minute. Yeah. Um, and then he takes baseball bat, knocks him, in, knocks him out with the baseball bat. Yeah, and uh, Karen grabs Chucky, throws him in the fireplace, and has like the grate there and she's like leaned up against it, turns like the the gas on and uh is trying to light him on fire and gets like the matches and you know she's telling Andy like come on help me help me um and I love this scene too. Oh is this whenever Andy like has a match mm -hmm. and uh Chucky says like in like not Charles Lee Ray voice but you know he's like Something like Andy, like you're my best friend, or something like that. And then, like, like, we're supposed to be friends till the end. Oh, yeah. And then Andy says, like, this is the end, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Uh, so drops the match in, and Chucky catches on fire. He ends up, they think he's dead, um, but he's not. And they all end up in the bedroom, I think, with mm -hmm. Mike. Yeah. And uh, the scene kind of pissed me off, too, a bit. Because, like, Chucky has a knife. He was, like, burnt to shit, right? Mm -hmm. And he's, like, running after Karen. She closes the door, then runs around to the bathroom. And she closes the door. And she's, like, on the floor, leaned up against the bathroom door. Mm -hmm. And you see the knife come through. And she's, like, oh, oh, my God. It was a little bit. <laughs> two inches knife through oh my god just like keeps doing it yeah then at the end she has her like head up to, on the door and i was like move your fucking head <laughs> <laughs> did this scene remind you of another movie at all the shining a little bit yeah, yeah. like even the setup of the bedroom and the bathroom yeah like because there's the one door that's like the main door to the bedroom and then like the bathroom door is like off to the side it just really i don't know it it all kind of reminded me of The Shining. Yeah, yeah, me too. For sure. Um, so they end up. I'm sure, what happens here? But Karen ends up out in the hallway again with uh, Chucky, and she ends up shooting his arm off, and he's like still going. Shoots his leg off, and then he's still like crawling, and then shoots his head off, and um. You know, I think it's all over. They're in the bedroom, you know, making sure Mike is okay. And then Mike's partner comes in 
and he's like oh what's going on and you know mike is like oh it's chucky like watch out like you know he's charles lee ray and then the partner's just like oh come on man what are you talking about and you know they're like okay go into the hallway like look so he goes in the hallway picks up like the burnt robot head and like kind of laughs brings it comes back in and he's like standing against the wall and then all of a sudden fucking over the wall just chucky comes in and he's like I'll fucking strangle you, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, do you think that Chucky has like powers, like strength? That was one thing I was going to bring up earlier too. Like whenever he's trying to strangle Mike in the car. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, like maybe Charles Lee Ray's strength has like also come into the doll. Yeah. It's like this doll is like what? Two feet tall, maybe. Yeah. Like you wouldn't think that it would be strong enough to choke somebody out either with yeah. the the wires or with yeah. his bare hands. Like his hands are like half the size of my palm, and he's sitting there yeah. trying to choke the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So he ends up throwing Chucky on the floor, and then uh, Karen ends up shooting him again, and you see see her shoot him in the chest and you see actually blood come out of the back of him because before it was like stuffing and this like parts right that came out of chucky yeah but now you see actually actual blood come out of chucky so you assume that she hit his heart with with the um but i mean it's chucky he's 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 not really dead you know uh but yeah the movie you know ends you know they all kill chucky and pretty much it yeah the uh we're at the ending to the head says hi i'm chuck you want to play yeah but it like it's like wanna play yeah and, like just dies out yeah it. anything else uh want to mention i don't think so already so. will that's the way the blood splatters all right how did you rate this movie um for story i'll give it a six out of ten okay uh just to be honest like some of the stuff is just far-fetched like like we talked about I mean, yeah <laughs> um not even just like with like the chucky thing but even like just the stuff with andy it's like okay come on but like i think story is okay like i really like the characters in it i really like andy and Karen's relationship. Um, I like how they didn't do like a romantic side of it with Karen yeah. and Mike. Like usually you do get that, but mm -hmm. you didn't at all. Mike is just like a badass cop, right? Mm -hmm. So he's doing um, his job, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh Charles Lee Ray is a legendary character. Chucky himself, like, is in, you know. In my opinion, I think he's in the Mount Rushmore of yeah. horror villains. Yeah. Um, it might be a hot take, but he's a legend, man. Chucky is the man. Like mm -hmm. you don't see too much of him as Chucky because like the first half of the movie, he is like still like undercover, if you can say that. Mm -hmm. Certainly get to see full blown Chucky, but Man, Chucky, he's he's hilarious, man. Yeah. 
So we'll go six out of 10 for story. And then for quality, I'll go eight out of 10. Um, Just like what they did in 88 with this movie is super impressive with the doll itself um, and the special effects and all that. Like, you know, it's, it's just crazy. Um, mm -hmm. The acting I thought was okay. I thought Andy was really good. Um, the rest of the actors I thought were, were all right. The music was really good too. The score and this is great. Uh, yeah, so six out of ten and an eight out of ten. Um, we're pretty similar. <clears throat> uh, I gave my story a six as well. Um, like you said, a lot of it is far fetched, like the whole voodoo thing, and and there's some like minor plot holes. Like they don't take away from the story, but it's just like mm -hmm. kind of makes you shake your head at what they're thinking whenever they're writing yeah. some of these scenes um but i mean like this I'm trying to think like i don't think this is a no it obviously wasn't the first time we saw like killer dolls in a movie or anything like that but it was the first time i think where it was like explained how it happened like what happened why this doll is possessed or how it got possessed yeah and like you said like chucky is so fucking iconic like mm -hmm. so obviously they did a lot of things right with this movie in order to spawn so many sequels he's like mm -hmm. big in the pop culture like mm -hmm. you see references all the time um he has his own tv show now like and i'm, I'm sure they're still gonna make movies too like yeah after the remake that they did yeah so he uh yeah i mean he got his recognition for sure um quality i gave it a nine out of ten Nice. I just like how you said what they were able to do with the doll in the late 80s. Uh, it was like very, very impressive, the stuff that they were able to do. Because like mm -hmm. you look back at movies that are similar to this from that time frame. The stuff looks like really cheesy and like, like I'm thinking of uh, Puppet Master where everything was like, mm. um, yeah. stop motion effects kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it just like didn't really work out in the long run doesn't look as good as this does like we're watching this 36 years later yeah and it still looks awesome for that time period so um and i yeah i think the actors did a good good enough job like the small snippet that we saw of brad duroff at the beginning i thought he was really good mm -hmm. plus his voice work with yeah. chucky is just like mm -hmm. perfect i think yeah, and oh. like speaking of the actors, like we didn't really touch on the movies they've done before, but Chris Sarandon and Fright Night is really good. Yeah. In the OG one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. Six out of ten for story and a nine out of ten for quality. Very nice. All right, you guys know our scores. We'll head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. So the critics consensus. Child's Play occasionally stumbles across its tonal tightrope of comedy and horror, but its genuinely creepy monster and some deft direction by Tom Holland makes this chiller stand out on the shelf. So based on that, what do you think the critics scored it? I'll say like a 74. A ding, ding, ding. Right on the money. Love it. 74% on 54 reviews and an average score of 6.5 out of 10. 
The audience rating is a 65% on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 3.6 out of 5 or a 7.2 out of 10. Very nice. That was one thing I, I meant to bring up too uh, during my review is like this franchise really took like a comedic switch after Child's Play 3. Like Bride of Chucky really changed the tone of this franchise. Yeah. Um, But like I really like in the original trilogy how there's not like a lot of comedy mm -hmm. like i like funny chucky don't get me wrong yeah but i think in order for this franchise to work they needed to have like a more serious tone in them and just like mm -hmm. kind of solidify him as a horror icon before they kind of branched off yeah yeah i think they did a really good job with it. yeah but anyways what's letterboxd have uh, Letterbox has a 3.3 .3 out of 5. Uh, I gave it a 3.5. I believe you gave it a 4. Yep. Yep. Uh, Anthony, here be monster, gave it a 4 out of 5. Uh, our friend Alan gave it a 3 out of 5. Josh from HMC gave it a 4.5. I didn't realize it, but he just watched it for the first time like a year ago. Yeah. Glad he liked it. Uh, Nathan from I Hope You Suffer podcast gave it a four to five. Uh, Tawny, I know she loves this movie, gave it a four and a half out of five. Like one of her favorite movies. Um, I know there's a lot of people that watch this movie. Uh, really? Screaming Cinema, four to five. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. I really liked Anthony's write up for it too. Yeah. His review mirrors my thoughts on it yeah all right ready for the scare section you're sleepy boy Sorry. tonight yes sir i am <laughs> <laughs> all right what did you give it for a scare scary i'll give it a four out of ten um not really like too like jump scary, but like I don't know the the scenes that were like kind of intense were filmed really well. The score was set perfectly. The tone was perfect and just creepy. And then whenever you see Chucky, like he's just this fucking little terrifying doll. Like you know, <laughs> dolls are creepy in themselves. So you know, yeah. when one is killing you and calling you a slut, you know, makes it even more scarier. <laughs> uh scariest scene i'll go with whenever chucky first comes alive i know you'll probably might pick the same one but no it's just like the intensity in it when she like shakes the box and the batteries follow just like the look on her face she's scared mm -hmm. in that scene mm -hmm. and like obviously like i know that chucky's real so like i know that you know, I'm not feeling what she's feeling, but still the way that they film it and then she checks the back and the batteries aren't there. And then immediately Chucky comes alive and turns into what he really is. And you're like, man, it's just, it's great. Yeah. And would I survive? I mean, like, I'd say yes. In this movie, at least, because like Chucky is, he's still figuring out his body right yeah like 
how many people does he kill? Three people in the movie? Kills the doctor. Oh, the doctor, so four. Caputo. John. And Maggie. And Maggie, yes, of Yeah. course. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, two of those kills were, you know, a voodoo doll. I mean, I don't have a voodoo doll. At least I hope no one made a voodoo doll out of me. Um, You got one on my shelf, actually. yeah, uh, Eddie's kill, you know, it was kind of a fluke. So I feel like I was, I survived this movie. We'll see about the rest if we ever do any more of these movies. But Yeah. for this one, yes. How about you? Um, we're starting to sync up. I gave my scary rating a four as well. Um, I just think like I've already talked about the voice, but like just the vocal work that Brad Dourif does is just I don't know, like it's super creepy. It just fits the character so perfectly. Um, I just think like like in The remake, we have Mark Hamill, who is a brilliant vocal actor. Don't get me wrong. But he di he didn't do what Brad Dourif was able to do with Chucky. Um, and like that, like Mark Hamill is like fucking top tier vocal Yeah. guy. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's saying a lot what Brad Dourif was able to do. Um, there is a lot of like creepy imagery. Um, another thing I meant to bring up in my... Uh, in my ratings too, is like we get these first person view shots every once in a while. And it's just like, it's so weird. Like it's not like creepy or scary or anything like that, but it's just like, I don't know. Like you're in a first person view of this like little two foot tall doll thing. And like Mm -hmm. everything's Yeah. so big around them. And it's just, Yeah. I don't know. I just, the way that they, they filmed a lot of this and just like some of the shots that they did were really good. Um, and like the imagery with, Mm Uh, Chucky's face and all that shit. hmm. Mm hmm. I don't know. I just some of the stuff was creepy. Um, my scariest scene is actually after he's burnt, Okay. and he's uh, stalking after Andy in the hallway, Yeah. and he's all like charred up, and like his face Yeah. is all melted off, and like his teeth are all exposed, and he's just just the way that he's walking, Yeah. and he's got the knife up in the air. I don't know. I just. think it's really creepy Yeah. uh and would i survive i th i think so i think Yeah. yeah just i agree with you this first movie for sure Yeah. um i don't know there's just, i'm talking a big game but like if a six-year-old can can survive That's true, it i feel yeah, like you yeah, know maybe yeah. because like a lot of his kills are kind of taken by surprise or like Mm hmm like how you said with caputo like He blows his house up. mm hmm That's, I mean, it's not really Chucky doing anything to overpower anybody or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Like with Maggie, he took advantage of her position in the kitchen, bonked her over Mm-hmm, the head with a hammer, and she fell yeah. through a window. Caputo, he blows his house up. The fucking John guy, he had a voodoo doll. Like, none of it is him like overpowering anybody yet. I mean, I'm surprised that in the car scene with Mike, if he had that knife, why didn't he just stab him in the first place? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I guess that wraps it up. Yep. Okay, so for my pick of the month, it's a little non-conventional, unconventional, Okay. not like a true horror movie, 
but the villain in this movie is truly horrific we'll say are we doing the great mouse detective no we're not doing that <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be doing no country for old men okay wow so i looked it up on imdb to see if there was any shred of hope that like it could yeah be considered horror and it does have a thriller tag on it Okay. All so right. i figured it fits under the horror umbrella it's a movie that we both really enjoy Yeah, I love this movie. And we've talked about this villain before, I think with Dennis. Yeah. So I thought, you know, shake things up a little bit. Okay. I told you I had uh, like four other movies Yeah. that I was trying to fight myself into picking, but I ended up falling on this one. Nice. All right. I have a great story for this movie, too. Perfect. Excited to hear it. Yeah. All right, we can wrap up this episode. If you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our Tee Public account where we have our merch. There's also a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. And there's links to our individual letterbox accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Child's Play. Thank you. And And we will see you in a couple weeks. Yes, sir. See you.